Some of you are going to find this a bit incredulous, but here's something that federal, state, and local governments all tell us to do that we should actually listen to. Eat more fruits and vegetables. You've heard about the health benefits of increasing plant-based nutrients into your diet, but how can you easily consume all the fruits and veggies needed? Well, it's easy. By adding Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity into your meals. Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity is a power blend that has 31 fruits and vegetables in every scoop. Organic vegetables, super greens, super fruits, and super sprouts. It is fortified with essential vitamins plus an immunity boost. And right now, you can get a free two-week supply of Grown American Superfood and Essential Vitamins Plus Immunity by just paying $8.95 for the shipping and handling. And not only that, you'll also get a free frother to quickly whip up your healthy and nutritious grown American drink. Go to grownamericansuperfood.com forward slash John and order today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. Welcome to Tell Me Everything. Here on Channel 127, we are bringing good trouble to the right-wing bubble, and we are fighting every day for the separation of cult and state. And my, oh my, we got a lot to get to tonight. I need your help on this, on our question of the evening, because I'm really, really struggling with it. Also, Kayla Gogarty of Media Matters for America is going to come here tonight to talk about, well, among other things, this group Moms for Liberty. Now, you might think Moms for Liberty is probably a right-wing organization that is pretending to be for liberty while they're really just trying to take abortion rights away from women. Uh, You'd be close. They're actually trying to take rights away from gay people. Yeah. So, you know, again, anytime any organization tells you they're for liberty, anytime you see a Twitter profile with the word liberty, in the right-wing guy's bio, you can probably assume they're trying to scale back on somebody's liberty. Just like the more American flags a Twitter profile has, the more likely it's actually Russian. So I'm thrilled uh, Kayla Gogarty is coming here. We've never had her here before. We're also with our executive producer, Chris Hauselt, running this monster from the North Carolina Bureau. Thea Harper is running this thing from the uh, Brooklyn studios. I'm John Fugelsang, and I'm so glad you're with us. I got to ask you a question about this. And this is a question we're putting out to everybody listening on demand and on the app and on the John Fugelsang podcast. I care about the separation of cult and state, and I care about the separation of church and hate. I care about making these right wing people understand that pro-choice doesn't mean pro-abortion. It means pro not letting a goddamn man make this choice for a woman, because I'm kind of sick of men more mediocre than me. Yes, it happens. There are worse guys than me. And men without uteruses in general making this choice for women. We don't allow uh, people to have their organs harvested unless they give consent. You can't take the kidneys out of a corpse unless the corpse has said, it's okay to mess with my body. Go ahead. Dead people 
have more rights than women in the Trump McConnell Supreme Court America. (laughs) Rapists and child molesters in some states have more reproductive freedoms than women who are going to be forced by said states to carry their rapist baby to term. Uh, If if you're dying, and this is one I always use on my right-wing friends, you should use this when you're debating your uncle racist and your aunt dead inside. Um, Let's say someone's dying and they need a new kidney and you're the only possible donor match in the country. Should the government be able to force you to give your kidney? I mean... I mean, it's saving a life, right? Why Why does your body autonomy matter? If you're Donald Trump and, oh, I don't know, let's say Colin Kaepernick needs bone marrow and you happen to be, by a sheer incredible trillion to one fluke, the only donor match, well, shouldn't the government be able to force Donald Trump in the interest of preserving life? Because all life is sacred. So why should Donald Trump be able to stand there and keep his bone marrow and let Colin Kaepernick die? See, folks, here's the deal. We have to make Republicans talk about abortion. They're going to try to avoid it. You're going to be hearing our Republican friends try to talk about inflation, try to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. They don't want to talk about this. And every Republican candidate for every office this November at every level of state and local and federal government has to be asked, (laughs) do you want women to go to jail for terminating pregnancies? Should women be forced by the state to carry their rapists or their molesters babies to term? Do you support incarcerating doctors? Do you support incarcerating women or penalizing women who travel out of state? Every Republican has to be asked these questions. Every Republican has to be asked if they support taking away the body autonomy of other people, namely men, to save human lives. They've got to be asked about it, folks. And every Republican has to be asked my favorite question in your anti-choice America A man rapes a woman and a doctor helps her with her problem. Please tell me in order who deserves the longest jail sentences, the rapist, the woman or the doctor. Make them think about it. I can guarantee you they haven't thought about it. But this is what we're looking at now. These states will be divided even more. There will be businesses that won't open in certain states because they respect their female employees. There will be students And teachers, professors who will not attend to or work at universities in certain states, you're going to see the income levels go down on a lot of red states that are already disproportionately dependent on the federal teat. You're going to see a brain drain of technology, of business, of academia. They're going to have a lot worse poverty because they're forcing the poor women of their state to endure more poverty and they're punishing poor women with greater poverty, and they're going to be losing more good business. They're going to be losing more good students and more good professors. And extrapolate this for decades, the red states are going to get poorer and dumber, and the blue states are going to get freer. And America, the divided tribes of America, well, this cold civil war we're in is only going to be deepened for the next several years of our lifetime. My question for you guys tonight, and we're going to be talking about this all night long. Can an even more deeply divided America survive? What is it going to look like? I mean, can you can you see a way to save this union? I know no matter what, (laughs) progressives and conservatives can all probably agree that our commonalities do outweigh our differences. And yet everyone I talk to is out of hope. You know, the gun toting fake Christian 
authoritarian white supremacist men of America's Christian Taliban, they're not going to be content with Roe v. Wade being overturned. Nope. They're fundamentalist Christians. (laughs) They're not real Christians. They don't follow Christ. They're about control. It's not going to be enough for abortion to just go back to the state. That's what Donald Trump said. So pro-choice people wouldn't feel bad about voting for him. I mean, these guys aren't going to be happy until everyone who's not exactly like them is serving them. I mean, this is how it's going to be. They're the ones telling New York City that we need to have more guns in our subways and movie theaters. The Trump-McConnell Supreme Court just did that. And now this overturning of Roe v. Wade, less than a week ago, has set off a cascade of anti-abortion laws that's going to affect roughly half the country. Access to abortion changed immediately. As soon as Roe was overturned, 13 states with trigger bans took it away right, right, right off the bat. I mean, they didn't wait. So right now, abortion is illegal uh, in 13 states, and then it will become illegal in others. Right now, it's Texas has a trigger ban that will take effect within 30 days of the ruling, but they already had a ban before then. So as of this week, it's, it's pretty much done. Uh, Louisiana, their trigger ban took place immediately. Arkansas, they banned abortion throughout the entire state on June 24th. Oklahoma already had a full ban before the Supreme Court decision. Alabama had a full ban from 2019 that went into effect on June 24th. Tennessee, their six-week ban took effect uh, yesterday. Kentucky had a trigger ban, took effect immediately. No waiting period, no certification. Ohio has a six-week ban, six weeks before many women even know they're pregnant. These men have decided if you don't know and terminate within six weeks, we're going to force you to have the child. Missouri's trigger ban took effect uh, on June 24th. South Dakota's trigger ban took effect immediately. Utah's trigger ban took effect on June 24th. Idaho, within 30 days. Wyoming, within 30 days. North Dakota, within 30 days. Mississippi, they will have completely banned abortion within a couple of days. So this is what we're looking at. It's already about half the state's. I mean, at least eight states banned it the day the ruling happened last week. In 20 states and the District of Columbia, abortion is legal and most likely will be even more protected. Uh, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin said on Friday he's going to try and get an abortion ban after 15 weeks of pregnancy. And that's not going to be enough for them. All these people who said leave it to the states, they want to force the states to bend to their will. Mike Pence has called for a national ban. Minutes after the Supreme Court had their decision on Friday, Florida State Rep. Anthony Sabatini wrote to Ron DeSantis urging them to have a special session that will pass a six-week ban. Right now, it's a 15-week ban. Uh, They're going to try and cut it down to six. As it is now, more than 90% of abortions can still continue in the state of Florida. You think Ron DeSantis is going to let that stand when all Ron DeSantis cares about is being our next president? The governors of Indiana and Nebraska also said they're interested in bringing back their legislature and reconvening to pass additional anti-abortion legislation. So look at Donald Trump's attorney, Jay Sekulow, revoltingly fake Christian. Oh, my God, this guy with the conservative Catholic. I don't know if you ever listened to his radio show. There's not a single teaching of Christ this guy fights for. He's a grifter like his client. And earlier he was posting on Twitter, Roe has been overturned. But the fight for life is far from over. Today, we're testifying in the California Senate against a barbaric infanticide bill. Ready? With your support, 
We're the last line of defense for the unborn. Take action with us. And then there's a link for you to send your money. They got Roe v. Wade overturned, folks, and they're still trying to fleece the rubes. Because they're not content with Roe v. Wade being overturned. They don't want it to go back to the states. These guys never cared about states' rights. They only say they care about states' rights when they're called out for being racist. And Jay Sekulow, here's my question for you, sir. Where in what we call the fuck do you get off telling my wife what she can and can't do with her body? You know, married men, think about it this way. How do you feel about these revoltingly false Christians in the Republican Party telling your wife, what she's allowed to do and what she's not allowed to do. Do I get to tell their wives what they can and can't do with their body? Jay Sekulow propped up Trump for years as his attorney. Never fought for a teaching of Jesus. Not a single one. Jay, your Christianity, like your client, is a complete fraud. In Missouri, State Rep. Mary Elizabeth Coleman right now is trying to get a statewide referendum to make sure that even though it's banned, they'll enshrine it into law. And restrict abortion across state lines. That's the next step. They're going to try to find ways to penalize women who leave the state. They're going to do it. (laughs) Even if you leave the state to go to a state that allows it, they will try to hurt you. At the National Association of Christian Lawmakers Conference in Branson, Missouri on Friday. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, my God. What a sexy gathering. The National Association of Christian Lawmakers. I'll bet you money that nothing from the Beatitudes or Matthew 25 was discussed here. In Branson, Missouri, so I hope they sprung for the the top hookers, they were all brainstorming ideas how their movement will not end with Roe v. Wade. Oklahoma State's uh, Rep. Todd Russ said, it's not over. The ideas are like popcorn in a popcorn popper. There's all kinds going around. They're not content with it being banned in half the country, half the state. And we've heard about all these corporations, Dick Sporting Goods, Amazon, J.P. Morgan, they're all going to have new benefits to help their employees be able to access abortion services. Lauren Hobart, CEO of Dick's, said, we are making this decision so our teammates can access the same health care options regardless of where they live, choose what is best for them. You know, the Republicans used to say they were the party of business, but you know what's going to happen. They're going after them. They're going to go after private business for subsidizing the health care choices of their female employees. And this happened in Branson, quoted in the Washington Post. They were discussing potential legislation to stop companies from funding abortion. In the midst of all this, Congresswoman Lauren Boebert appeared at the Cornerstone Christian Center in Basalt, Colorado, and said uh, the government is not supposed to direct the church. She said, I'm tired of this separation of church and state junk. That's not in the Constitution. It was in a stinking letter, and it means nothing like they say it does. And the church, of course, applauded. Idiots, the concept of separation of church and state comes from the Establishment Clause in the Bill of Rights, which none of them have read, except for the Second Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. The letter she talks about is uh, Roger Williams, who founded Rhode Island who was the first to have the phrase wall or hedge of separation. And Thomas Jefferson wrote a letter to him in 1802. You can see it in the synagogue. I've I've been there. I saw it. And he wrote the American public had built a wall of separation between church and state. Never let these frauds forget. Their Christianity is fake. And so are their claims of being conservative. Because technically speaking, separation of church and state is still the conservative point of view. 
We want to know what you guys think. We have so much to get to, including the January 6th hearing and the fallout from the most explosive day yet of testimony. And I'm asking y'all all night, can this republic be saved or will the Cold War deepen? That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy. Like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back. We were talking earlier about how many overzealous Republicans are going to begin going after private corporations for defending the reproductive rights of their female employees. Let's talk about a different kind of going after a private corporation. Marriott International, lovely hotel. I'm sure you've had the pleasure at some point in your life. They, uh, they are very proud to say how much they support the LGBTQ community. They celebrate Pride Month. They pay for all kinds of signage at rallies and marches. However, you know, again, and they, they had their Love Travels campaign in support of orgs and individuals advocating for inclusion and equity. And we love big corporations that support pride. I say every time you see a Budweiser float at a pride parade, that is a sign of progress. However, they're also hosting a national conference for Moms for Liberty, which is uh, an insanely anti-gay organization that harasses public school employees, advocates for book bans, and generally uh, helps Ron DeSantis look like something he is not. This is outlined in a terrific new piece on Media Matters called Marriott is hosting anti-LGBTQ organization Moms for Liberty's National Conference while claiming to celebrate Pride Month, uh, written by Olivia Little. Now, Media Matters is a place where I go to all the time uh, to know what the media is not talking about and what they should be talking about. Kayla Gogarty is an associate research director at Media Matters. She's been there for a few years. She previously worked as an LGBTQ opposition researcher at Media Matters and prior to that interned at the Human Rights Campaign. What a pleasure to welcome Kayla Gogarty to SiriusXM. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Thank you. So uh, I'm thrilled Media Matters is shining a light on this because I live in New York City. We just got through Pride. And anyone who lives in a city with a big LGBT community knows when Pride Month comes around, you see the corporate signage. And from banks to beer, big corporations want you to know how much love is love and how much they support equality for all. And I really appreciate shining a light on businesses that might be talking out of the other side of their mouth on this. I, I will confess, I, I monitor a lot of right wing groups. I wasn't really familiar with Moms for Liberty. What can you tell us about them? Yeah, so Moms for Liberty is a fairly new group 
that has been organizing around the country. Um, they have a lot of these local chapters, so they're trying to get more involved with local politics, um, particularly school schools. Um, so this group, they claim to advocate for parental rights, but actually we've been seeing them push a extreme right wing agenda, particularly um, when it comes to anti LGBTQ school policies. Um, so, for instance, we've seen them um, focus on trying to ban books that they deem inappropriate from schools. Um, but mm-hmm. often these books are about race or LGBTQ topics. Yeah. And boy, their guest list, um, Ron DeSantis who I guess has taken away the mantle from uh, Mike Pence of most homophobic governor in the country with the Don't Say Gay bill. And then uh, Rick Scott, who actually wrote a manifesto that denies that trans people even exist. Yeah, so they're holding uh, the Moms for Liberty is holding their national summit uh, mid-July. It's their first annual one. And um, they have a uh, a lineup of a lot of um, Florida Republicans, like you said, um, Governor DeSantis, um, Rick Scott. There's also some state representatives that will be speaking there. Um, there's also, um, you know, some other uh, right wing figures like Ben Carson, mm-hmm. Betsy DeVos, oh, wow. um, some right wing um, commentators like Ali Beth Stuckey uh, that will be speaking at this conference that is being held at Marriott. Now, you'd think that the fact that Marriott pours all this money into Pride Month and has their whole Love Travels campaign, that it might make a group like Moms for Liberty want to go to, um, I don't know, uh, a less sophisticated and uh, liberty-centered organization. I, I, I guess they don't know or they just don't care that they're pouring their money into a ostensibly pro-gay organization. Yeah. And just like, um, you know, Marriott they're you know, like you said, they take advantage of Pride Month for marketing, um, you know, knowing that the American public overwhelmingly supports LGBTQ people and LGBTQ equality. But then, you know, they're not putting their money where their mouth is and allowing a, a group like this that's extremely anti LGBTQ um, to host their summit here. They're also smearing the Trevor Project, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they've. They've attacked um, various LGBTQ organizations, um, you know, pushing a lot of anti-trans rhetoric in particular. Yeah. I mean, they said that, I mean, I I know the Trevor Project is just being one of the most important organizations for suicide prevention and LGBTQ teenagers and young people. And they said they're actively grooming children into a trans identity. This goes right back to the Ron DeSantis kind of language. It's not really possible to groom anyone to be trans, right? I don't think you, it's like grooming someone to be straight or grooming someone to be cisgender. You either are or you want. One can't be groomed into it. Yeah, no, no, you can't. Um, We've seen this argument come up um, in particular in response to any criticism having to do with Ron DeSantis's um, anti-LGBTQ bill. Um, His press secretary had kind of used that you know, That's grooming right. language, but really it's just a, a bad faith argument um, that they're just using to push their their right wing agenda. Has Marriott um, given any kind of comment on this yet? It really doesn't seem like something that's uh, good for an organization that wants to continue getting gay and lesbian uh, Americans to give them their dollars. I'm, I'm ready to tell people to go stay at Motel 6. Yeah, no, they haven't. They haven't responded in any way, unfortunately. Now, Moms for Liberty I have to confess, I really didn't know much about them. And I mean, you you study these groups for a living. It does really seem that the more an organization talks about liberty, the more they're trying to curtail the liberty of someone else. But I just heard about this meeting in Lenoke County, Arkansas, 
where uh, a, a member of the, uh, I guess, a, a, a head of communications, um, Melissa Bosch, was complaining about librarians being a little too open-minded. What is this story all about? Yeah, so we had um, uncovered some leaked audio um, from a Moms for Liberty meeting that was in Arkansas County, like you said. Um, and the, the audio reveals that this chapter's leadership had threatened gun violence against a librarian, a local librarian. It just shows their extremism, really. Chris, do we have audio of this? It's it's kind of shocking. She's tried to deny it. And this woman, uh, Melissa Bosch, has gone to great lengths to try to force Facebook to take down the audio because she didn't know they were recording when she said this. I just want to know, let me get it. What is the And I kept saying, how, what's the policy on how they're allowed? Are you trying to challenge this? No. I don't want to take any books out of the library. I just want to know the policy. Here's the policy. And I said, yes, it says age appropriate. Are you trying to challenge it? Like there was no conversation and they were rude and they pushed back hard and that policy needs to be changed. Like I should not feel like I am under a microscope because I'm asking someone who is getting paid $85,000 a year, that librarian is, and still won't answer my questions. I'm telling you, I was, any mental issues, they would all be plowed down with a freaking gun by now Thank you. So again, they're they're so pro-life, they might just have to fantasize about murdering librarians with guns. I'm kind of glad Media Matters has made her famous, Kayla. Uh, yeah, like like his, like the audio shows um, the group the group is is extreme, um, and you know as we've seen, a lot of recent extremism has led to led to real world violence. Um, so we just wanted to shine a light on on this case of extremism. Um, but in particular, they are, like you said, she's she's calling on Facebook to take down um, the audio. Um, but Facebook is actually where they're able to organize um, and communicate. They have over 100 Facebook groups for local chapters um, and they and they use Facebook. Um, they exploit Facebook's features um, to push their own agenda. You know, I know that you and everyone else at Media Matters spends a lot of time wading through right-wing media so the rest of us don't have to. And it really seems like um, anyone who thought they meant it when they said they just wanted this issue to go back to the states hasn't really been paying attention. Uh, they're not going to be content with just half the states criminalizing women's reproductive rights. They're going to try and make this happen nationwide, aren't they? Well, just as... You know, one of the the opinion uh, that came down last week showed um, they're not going to stop with abortion rights either. Um, they want to look That's at right. contraception. They want to look at, um, uh, you know, same sex marriage. Um, so it's particularly problematic. Yeah, I was going to ask, what did you make of that? I mean, Clarence Thomas really, really said the quiet part out loud when he said, "In future cases, we should reconsider all of this court's substantive due process precedents." including Griswold, Lawrence, and Obergefell, meaning including contraception, gay sex, and marriage equality. I mean, if this doesn't get people worried and out to vote, I don't know what would. Yeah, it, um, it's it's very scary. I mean, one aspect that I'm um, worried about um, that I haven't really heard too many people talking about is that um, in light of this decision, social media companies have access to so much of our data. Um, and we're also already seeing issues they're having with content moderation. Um, just just this week, Meta uh, came out and said that they incorrectly enforced 
blocking Facebook posts about abortion pills and suspending accounts behind those posts. So already seeing issues with content moderation around abortion related topics and and based on social media companies track record, uh, I'm particularly worried. Yeah. So that's that's Zuckerberg actually restricting information about how women can get uh, abortion medication. Yeah. In this case, they they came back and said that it was incorrect enforcement. But for whatever reason, the algorithm had flagged those posts and and blocked them and suspended those accounts. So much of the work in media matters has always been about monitoring right wing, uh, obviously, cable news and radio, um, the Foxes, the OANs. But I'm curious how much of your job is really coming to be monitoring social media activity since Arguably, since 2016, they're driving right wing thought more than uh, corporate media. Yeah, that's my particular focus at Media Matters is typically social media. Um, But overall, as an organization, we have been um, devoting a lot of time and resources to it um, because that's where we're seeing a lot of misinformation, extremism, um, spread. Um, and we've seen instances, obviously, of real world violence coming from, um, you know, these platforms as, you know, in the instance of January 6th, they were using Facebook um, and other social media platforms to organize. Um, so social media has become a real important factor in just the general discourse um, as misinformation can spread. And we're really, we're really trying to keep an eye on and hold these tech companies accountable um, when it comes to the spread of misinformation, hate speech, et cetera. Yeah, I, I ask um, all my guests who work in media, how how could that ever be enforced? I mean, they tried to have an office of uh, disinformation, uh, mainly Russian disinformation in the government. And of course, the right wing used that as an excuse to beat up this White House for weeks until the director of it was fired. What would it look like in a society where people would have a way to know if what they were reading that's pushed as news is really a lie. I've heard everything from having bipartisan government offices to having a green check mark to show a verified news source, as opposed to something that calls itself news, but just spreads lies that your uncle racist might want to click on. I mean, I, I admire how you're at the forefront of it in a culture where we can't even say the word lie. We're still saying misinformation. What would it look like in a responsible American culture? So, our elderly loved ones would at least know if they were reading something that was rubbish. Yeah. These social media platforms, their algorithms particularly amplify sensational content. Um, and, and that's some of the um, content that will typically spread around the platform, but the social media companies have a responsibility to all its users um, to keep them safe and to provide them with accurate information um, so that, we're not seeing all this misinformation spread, um, hate speech spread. They really need to keep their users safe. I was really admiring how uh, you were covering how right wing media was covering the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Uh, You did a lot of really interesting posting on it. And generally, I kept saying, well, whenever I see a story there, uh, I'll talk about it. But a lot of it was gossip. A lot of it was clickbait. But you were talking about how there was a lot of reporting about it on right-wing sites that like daily wire was covering it so deeply was that just for the clicks yeah um it could have been for the clicks daily wire is very good at exploiting facebook's algorithm um, amplifying their content and getting a lot of clicks um so we found that they were particularly um, amplifying what was happening in the trial 
and getting a lot of engagement doing so. So not really to spread any kind of right wing agenda per se, just to try to, I guess, tap into other people's algorithms more and have uh, have their brand spread and piggybacking their brand on the Johnny Depp trial. Yeah. And um, that wasn't just unique to Facebook either. A lot of um, a lot of videos on TikTok, for instance, uh, were were being amplified and spread across across TikTok and getting lots of views engagement. Um, So there were a lot of people trying to use it as an opportunity um, to get clicks, uh, unfortunately. How has your work at Media Matters changed the way you view your own social media? Do you have Facebook and TikTok accounts? I do. I do have them. Um, we need them particularly, obviously, for the work. Uh, I personally don't use my Facebook all that much um, on a personal note, um, but a lot of people do. And so that's why we have to you know, keep monitoring the platforms. Um, Facebook has one of the largest audiences, so they should really be responsible to that audience um, and make sure they're seeing um, accurate content uh, on the platforms. I just want to bring it back one more time to the the Dobbs decision. You were talking about how CNN had a family research council on and how they refused to say they were against criminalizing going across state lines for abortion. Is that going to be the next battlefield in this war? Is it is it about to be how these states that have taken the right away are not going to be content with that and will be going after corporations that facilitate abortion as well as women in those states who leave their states to go get a free procedure elsewhere? Or is the next phase of this just going to be what we've been living with for years, just uglier? It's hard to say. I think it's going to be a very complicated legal landscape. Um, but we've seen even with the the Texas uh, anti-abortion law, they're, they're you know, trying to criminalize anyone that that helps someone um, get an abortion. Um, so who, who knows what their their next uh, target is going to be? Let me ask before I, I let you go, what is giving you hope right now at, during such an insane time with the Supreme Court and these January 6th hearings as well? Um, I really admire all the, you know, all the women that are trying to stand up for these rights, all the LGBTQ people that are trying to keep, um, you know, these issues at the forefront. And overall, I just have hope for people doing the work. Same here. And I thank you for doing it. Kayla Gogarty is an associate research director at Media Matters. What is the best way for our listeners to follow you and keep up with your work? Uh, you can definitely find us on uh, mediamatters.org um, and then also my Twitter at O-H-H-K-A-Y-G-O. Thank you so much for joining us. Please come back again and let us offer you this platform anytime to discuss your work. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. We're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, your calls, open phones for the next two hours, all the way till midnight on the East Coast, 9 p.m. on the Pacific. We will be right back in a second. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. 
you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Aaron in Pennsylvania, thank you for your patience. Hi, uh, John. I was going to talk about one six, but if you don't mind, I'd like to stick right here. Um, All right, we can go to one like six as well. We haven't even talked about it yet tonight. Go well, ahead, hit me. Well, but, but you got um, I, there's something I've been thinking about a parallel when it comes to this cold civil war. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind. Inevitably, it will get hot. Uh, I think the yeah. question is only how hot is it Sahara hot or is it surface of the sun hot? Um, but I've been thinking a lot about parallels uh, to the to what I I believe will soon be called or eventually be called our first civil war, um, and what you've been talking about tonight, and that is the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850, Please. and of course that for yes for the people who don't know the, the the Congress said if you're a slave and you're in a slave state and you go to a free state the slave state could come and get your ass and take you back into bondage because mm-hmm. your property. Mm-hmm. That's okay, right. and that was, and that is what we're talking about with abortion right now, right? We're going to see this, and what and that is why we cannot we cannot coexist peacefully. That is why I can't be like, okay, go ahead, red states, go do your thing. You be separate. Let's have a divorce. That cannot happen. It can, they cannot have those laws over there and subject women and people to those laws. And then when those women come to our state, to my state, perhaps right now where it's still free to do. They are what then rounded up and taken is the doctor exactly in the right state, in my state also rounded up and taken. And that is one of the things that created a lot of abolitionists was the Fugitive Slave Act, because exactly slavery right. was far. You know, you're in New, you're in New York. You're not really seeing it. But this guy, this this black man is now in, in your community and he's been there for a year or two. And suddenly Buford and sons come and round his ass up and take him away. And people so were true. appalled. You know the so the aristocrat. The, you know they're just like this is this is this is absolutely wrong. So I but you're don't right. know <laughs> how there is. Go, I, I, go go on. No no, you're on a roll. I like it. I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Well, um, yes. I, I so I don't know how we coexist. I think it is all now about the. There is no stopping it. There is the mitigation of the damage done, and that is really our only goal at this point. And I think no matter what choices we make. It is going to happen anyway. Like if we like, I think the best thing that can happen coming up in November is, you know, uh, we we tie January sixth and abortion and guns around Republicans, and enough people say fuck it, we're going to stick with Democrats because these guys are crazy on this issue. Okay, that would be great, but there would still be this huge backlash to that. Mm-hmm. It would still yeah. be so so. The Republicans would in wherever places they would be doing things. There would be states where they where elections are going to happen maybe here in pennsylvania where i am with Correct. doug mastriano who's going to say I, I don't accept the election i don't accept it and now he's got people down in harrisburg on the capitol steps i don't know and by the way do, do you think the fact that mastriano is a complete capering slobbering loon is going to motivate people to come out and vote against him because when this guy starts debating humans with iqs above room temperature and the Pens- people of pennsylvania can see it in debates I mean, Ma- Mastriano, his speeches should come in German. Like, he's so batshit yeah. that I, I know we've seen this before. He's I never not, thought Rick Scott could be elected. I know exactly. That's what I was just about to say. It's like, I, it, it seems like any normal person standing like it, so there's no fucking way. But Donald Trump got elected, and I said there's it's no true. fucking way then. You know, incident after incident, I said there's no way America goes for this. But 
so to, very quickly, I will go to one six, and I'll say that I do believe yesterday would change my mind that there are going to be indictments. weren't so much wasn't so much uh, Miss Hutchinson's testimony. It was when Liz Cheney gives us these texts and emails saying, right. "Hey, we hear you're going to be testifying." even be loyal, right? So it's one thing for the committee to sit up there and say, hey, we're, we're, going, we're showing you evidence of what we thought were crimes in the past. It's another when they're saying there are crimes happening right now. Right. And I, and I, I guarantee that they are not sitting on this information and saying, DOJ, you'll get it when we're ready. They are definitely giving this information straight to the DOJ because well, someone and they is also they also teased at the end. They said at the end, it's all going to be about witness tampering. Now we are going to hear evidence exactly. about how they tried to bribe witnesses, which I can't wait for. Aaron, thank you so much for that brilliant call. By the way, yeah, Fugitive Slave Act of eighteen fifty. It is exactly where they're taking their inspiration from. That that was you know a law that mandated the seizure and return of black folks who had been enslaved or were suspected of being enslaved back to the white people who own them, even if those black people had made it to a free state. No trial. And when you look at how that's an insult to freedom, an insult to liberty. I mean, the nation had a piece where they actually had the original language they used. No person held to service or labor in one state under the laws thereof, escaping into another, shall, in consequence of any law or regulation, be discharged from such service or labor, but shall be delivered upon claim of the party to whom such labor may be due. So disgusting. But the law, the Fugitive Slave Act itself, didn't just punish the slaves who escaped. It punished anyone who tried to rescue or attempt to rescue or aid, abet, or assist people trying to escape slavery. And that's exactly what these abortion laws are doing when they want to be able to let citizens sue any American who, say, drives a pregnant woman to the bus station so she can hop a bus to another state. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's get right to it. Linda in Iowa. Hello. Oh, hello, John. Hey, I think we do need to do some dancing in the streets. <laughs> we need to get our we need to get our energies going. The reason I'm calling you, and you probably know about this book. I just discovered it. It's called Democracy in Chains: The Deep History of the Radical Right Stealth Plan for America by yes. Nancy. Um, are you familiar with that, John? Nancy McLean, well, I right? Was McLean, yes. And what I boy, this man Buchanan. 
and combined with Coke's money, that's what they're doing. They're doing to us. They are ripping the foundations out from underneath us. They want to have privatized schools, do away with Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security. I mean, it's just they have this diabolical plan, undermining unions, um, keeping as many yeah. people from voting. And I just yeah. had to share this with you, John, because, and I bet you've had a major discussion on the book in years past. No, we've actually never had Ms. McLean on the show, but I mean, this book made a lot of noise when it came out about five years ago. I don't think we ever had her on, but I mean, she talks all about, I mean, she she calls it public choice economics, right? Like that that yeah. it's all about how um, this whole Pat Buchanan notion that you have to suspend democracy because democracy gets in the way. I'm sorry, James Buchanan, um, that you have to suspend democracy because uh, democracy gets in the way of capitalism. And that's why they're trying to make it harder and harder for people to vote, because capitalism can do so much better if we're not having people voting to take care of each other. And they want to destroy that. Like I'm just holding my breath if the Supreme Court is going to say the federal government can't regulate carbon emissions. I think that's the yeah. next thing that's going to come down. I mean, it's all about these zombie talking points. And, and it's, it's very, very scary. But in many ways, this is just the establishment spending the last 40 years to cancel the 60s and the 70s. You know, I mean, exactly. you look at the civil rights movement and then the fall of Nixon and people in the streets stopping the Vietnam War. Democracy was in pretty good shape, like the kind of America we were hoping after the New Deal was kind of coming together. Sure, right. the disco might have sucked and Jimmy Carter might not have been the toughest guy in the world to lead, but it was coming together. And then for 42 years... It has been the people who hated the hippies and hated the Vietnam protesters getting their revenge on all the social progress we made. And I, I just I can see how entrenched power, entrenched old white male power can do this over 40 years. I don't see how they can do it for the next 40 years. Young people are not on board with this. And the next couple of years is going to be a real lesson to young people about how women have been relegated to second-class citizen status. I mean, Roe v. Wade is still popular, and this decision to kill it is not going to become more popular in the next year or the year after that. It's all of this stuff, every bit of progress, there's always three steps forward, two steps back. And I have to feel like this is this is how it works. There's always a backlash to everything, right? Like, okay, well, slavery's over, but you get Jim Crow. Well, okay, you get civil rights, but here's the Southern strategy in the drug war. Okay, you get the first black president. Uh, now you get a racist reality show clown for president. It just sort of seems like the fascists are always going to scale back progress any way they can. But ultimately, you can't fight progress. I, I Like everybody else, I put all my faith in the young people just not standing for this. They're growing up with gay marriage. They, they're, they're not going to overturn it. And young women now are realizing that they have fewer rights than their mothers or their grandmothers had. I don't think people are going to sit for this. And John, I want to tell you, I was so moved by your Twitter piece that you did on abortion. And of course, uh, Jesus expressing the real Christianity uh, issues behind that whole issue you gave you gave it just a wonderful wonderful twitter piece that i oh thank um, you just want to commend you for thank you yeah i got got a lot of hate from uh those good christians for it but honestly i'm just tired of it i'm i'm and, and look i'm not here i know what a dirty word religion is for a lot of people on the left and i'm not here to talk tabernacles or convert anybody to anything my whole point is you don't need to believe in anything in the bible and many christian believers by the way are not literalists you don't need to believe anything in the Bible 
to know that Jesus never talks about abortion, gay sex, illegal immigration, or contraception. Those issues were not priorities for the character of Christ, whether he was an activist or the divine son of God or a myth. No, just going by what's in the book, because I, I just... Uh, we, I feel like people on the left or Democrats or liberals have to start using the Bible against the Bible thumpers because that is their bullshit veneer of virtue. And I think we have to take their camouflage away and say, no, you're doing this shit because you want to take rights away from people. You don't like women being able to have abortions. You don't like gay people being able to marry. Fine. Fight to make their lives hell. But you don't get to pretend that it's Christian. That's what I'm tired of. I, I think they have, they have every right. They, they have a right to fight to put women in jail. Of course, they have a right to fight to force women to have the state force women to carry their rapist children. My whole thing, while you're fighting for it, if you pretend you're Christian, we're going to call you out. Exactly, John. Exactly. Thanks, Linda. We'll see. You're welcome. I'm already waiting. For, I'm, you're in, you're in uh, Iowa. I'm already waiting for Ron DeSantis to begin his visits to your state. Have a great fourth. <laughs> 